So. Ah, there you got married, huh? Settled down. How you manage that anyways? Not good, yes. Yeah. Yeah, while you had your wife, I had my son. And believe me, you had a far better deal, you know. And then you left. And the way you got out, lying to yourself that the past held no sway over the future. But in the end, a lot of us are rewarded for our misdeeds, which is why God took your wife and unleashed you upon me. This life follows you. It clings to you, infecting everyone comes close to you. We are cursed, you and I. On that, we agree. Finally, common ground. <laughs> okay. Step aside. Give me your son. John Wick. <sighs> Baba Yaga. It was just a fucking car, just a fucking dog. Just a dog. Beagle. When Ellen died, I lost everything. Until that dog arrived on my doorstep. A final gift for my wife. In that moment, I received some semblance of hope. An opportunity to grieve on the law. And your son took that from me. Stole that from me. Kill that from me! People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your yeah. son, or you can die screaming alongside him! The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Mike Kernenbeck. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Alex Gorley. Yes. Uh, welcome back, buddy. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, glad to be back on the show. We uh, we were off last week because uh, I became a daddy again. That's right. <laughs> a daddy again. <laughs> To a little girl this time. Yeah. Yeah. First little girl in the family. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she is beautiful. She's doing very well. She just today lost her little clip thing that was on her her belly button. Oh, on the umbilical cord? Yeah. The little nugget that falls off? Yeah. Yeah. So she's... That's that's pretty... Pretty quick. quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. But uh well yesterday I saw it and it was just barely attached when I was changing her diaper and I was like, ah, 
Like this is going to go any second now. So I yeah. told, I told Mandy, uh, like I think it was last night. I was like, "Yep, tomorrow, watch out. That thing's going to fall off." Yeah, sure enough, there it is. Caught it. Do you keep it? Frame it? I don't know. She bronze it. She probably has it somewhere. She's going to put it in a scrapbook. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, you put the the teeth that fall out and everything else. Yeah, that'll be all part of like the the scrapbook gift that we give her on her 18th birthday. Yeah. Like this was attached to your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, speaking of disgusting, I'm very proud of my wife. Yeah. Today, she pooped a baseball bat. I had a girl. I had a girl. <laughs> I mean, like literally as big around as the baseball bat. She had to call me into the bathroom to show me to be like, look at how massive this she's like it hurts so bad trying to push this <laughs> that is amazing my wife also <laughs> i feel like once you get married when you have accomplishments like that where you drop logs that big they yeah. have to call you in there and show some <laughs> Sorry, she was she was in the room. I had to say it. She just had this disappointed look on her face, like uh, for real. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but no, that's uh, that's crazy. Uh, and you know what? I'm glad you all have that kind of relationship because yeah. that means to me that means y'all are destined for great things. All right? Yeah. I, I think I've mentioned that on the podcast. Like, actually, I don't know if I mentioned that on here. Did I, did I ever mention like how? one of the things I like to do when I, when I was in the dating world was like what I like to test the waters out to see. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The test and see if they would. Yeah. The fart test. Yeah. Well, this is the marriage test. It just goes further. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Cause there are no boundaries. Once you put that ring on, you're like, "Ah, whatever I'm sitting on here. Why don't you come in here and tell me a story? I Uh, haven't, I have not since we've been married, shown her my poop yet. Oh Yeah. But now I will. <laughs> yeah. She's opened the door. <laughs> I now mean that, that now that that we've crossed that threshold. <laughs> that uh <laughs> I mean that is impressive. I mean you gotta now how long has it been since she's been out of the hospital? Uh we got out of the hospital last when no it's last Thursday. Oh, okay. So it hadn't been it's been that, about a week. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking it was sooner because I was like, maybe she had like one of those after, you know, like with, with all the stuff you're eating and then, you know, where, yeah. you know, uh, it, different drugs and stuff like that, you know, they can make you constipated. And then she just drops a bomb like that. Yeah. Well, uh, it wasn't even like that it was the first time she's pooped since we've been out. Yeah. She's, she's pooped since. It was just, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to go get her some, some stool softener. Yeah. Poor, uh, yeah. Poor girl. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, so uh, tonight we are drinking the uh, New Belgium 1985 IPA. All right. 1985 IPA. Gotta love it. A lot of good things happened in 1985, baby. 
Um, now, this is part of the new Belgium Voodoo Ranger set. So it is technically a Voodoo Ranger. Uh, now, this one is loaded with juice, uh, mango flavor. Uh, it, as it says, 1985 takes you back to the hazy IPA. So buckle up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ABV is 6.7. IBUs, 30. Uh, the hops has got Citra, Simcoe, and Cascade. Malt is pale malt, oats, and wheat. So it's definitely going to be a little bit more citrusy. Um, Simcoe is a good hop for IPAs, I got to say. And oat is just going to kind of make it a little bit more wholesome. That's what I like to say. Um, wholesome. Wholesome. Family friendly. Family friendly. Uh, just kind of ties it all together. He's the he's the moder- moderator of everything else. <laughs> he's the he's the uncle that's also a social worker. Exactly. So come on, guys, let's all talk this out. Yeah. He's not drunk, uncle. He's the he's the other side of that spectrum. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's the guy that carries drunk uncle out to the basically. Yeah. And he goes, you know, we we all worry about you, and he's like, I don't care. Get me to my car. Mom always loved you best. <laughs> <laughs> He's the uncle that puts together the uh Oh, the intervention. Intervention. The <laughs> rehab intervention. Yeah. For the drunk uh, uncle. Yeah, that's always a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come over here, Timmy. Yeah. Come over here, Timmy. <laughs> By the way, I don't know why I just thought of this. There was a intervention one time where it was a uh it was a woman whose parents did not drink at all like at all like did not did not like it did not think it was good or anything like that and their daughter was like i guess you could call her a functional alcoholic if you want to go down that route but she would have maybe like two or three glasses of wine with dinner and they had an intervention for her that's ridiculous. And it wasn't like an every, it, they were like, she just, every time we all hang out, she has to have a glass of wine. And it was, and, they, and she's like, what do you like? She was like insanely embarrassed. Like, I can't believe you did this. Right. I drink. They're like, I've not out of control. I've done that. And they're like, we're worried. Of, and of course, like, I don't care who you are. If you drink at all and you're on the receiving end of an intervention, like if I go, I drink once a week, I drink one beer a week and someone go sits me and I was like, we were worried about you. We have an intervention. I don't care what I say. Like, dude, I, I don't drink that much. It was like, well, you know, you still drink and it's um, like, I, I don't know. I feel like anything you say is going to sound bad. Yeah. I needed an intervention. Yeah. From ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you tearing it up? Dude, I, it's nonstop. I'm addicted. I can't. Yeah. I, I eat it so much. That's surprising for some reason. I didn't know you're an ice cream guy. Dude, I love it. I love yeah. it. I gained so much weight since this pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you did. I, f- f- 303 pounds the other day I was on the scale damn okay i was like okay i okay that's it that's it i told my wife i said no more of this heavy stuff no more eating uh crazy amounts of food and yeah 
all these snacks and stuff at uh, random times. Like, I can't be going to fast food places on my lunch breaks. Like, so I've been packing like a peanut butter and jelly, like eating a decent breakfast before I leave for work, and then eating yeah. like one plate at dinner instead of like two or three. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, and, and holding back from, no, you know, that will help. Yeah. And holding back from like the midnight ice cream splurges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that honestly eating, eating lunch at work like that you bring will help tremendously. Cause I put on a crap ton of weight cause I was working with like two or three guys that every day, I mean, one guy, he just, and part of it was he couldn't drive. Right. So it was the issue for him to get into the grocery store and all that, that kind of stuff. So like he would just talk someone into driving to somewhere to get food. Or if not, he would go, well, I'll just drink a bunch of coffee. And not eat. I'm like, I don't understand your body. Like, why don't you bring something with you? And he's like, ah, I don't want to. And then just, and I was like, well, what if you can't get food? He's like, ah, I'll just chug a bunch of coffee and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. More, less coffee, like, more donuts. I don't, that doesn't register with me at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely stopped my weight gaining when I, uh, uh, would eat, would bring stuff to eat. Well, yeah. So and it's that was cheaper on the pocketbook. That was on Monday. It was three oh three on Monday, <laughs> and yeah. uh, today I was at two ninety four. Yeah. So, I mean, works a little bit, I guess. Yeah. No shit. That's a <laughs> huge, that's a pretty good drop in a couple of days. Yeah, well, no, my body is crazy. Like I can. I can fluctuate 10 pounds in a day. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know how it happens. Baseball size or base bat, baseball bat <laughs> size logs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you ever weighed yourself pre and after taking a dump? I have. Yeah. And the most change I had was like two pounds. Yeah. Which I feel like is pretty good still. That's a pretty hefty turd for sure. Yeah. It was like a lot of pee and some pretty big logs and then i think it was like it was dry around two pounds yeah i'm like damn all right (laughs) all right well speaking of logs let's taste this beer yeah all right Forces on the same that bar crosses. 
some of those that work forces are the same that bar crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that bar crosses. Some of those that work forces draw the same that bar crosses. Yeah! 
God, takes me back to 1985. Oh. Were you born in 1985? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, I was already. I think I tasted my first beer in 1985. Oh yeah, was that a <clears throat> walking knee high and them just putting a little bit on your gums or something? No, it was. Uh, I think it was like my grandpa's Milwaukee's best sitting on a coffee table. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I went over and grabbed it and took a big swig of it. Like, what's this? And I was like, ew, that's gross. I don't want any of that. My grandpa was <laughs> like, yeah, you'll change your mind one day. He was right. Such a um, wise man. Oh, well, I'm still not a big fan of Milwaukee's best. Yeah. Still, I'm still waiting a little bit for the beast. <laughs> I feel like you have to hit a certain age, certain age to be like, like yeah, there's the beast. I'm gonna drink some of that. Maybe it could be generational, man. Our beast might be something else. Yeah, our beast is you know Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and our grandparents are like, uh, damn millennials. Uh, <laughs> I had a coffee that I got from this local coffee joint and uh, it was like a Frappuccino but this place makes like like if you get a Frappuccino like a vanilla or caramel Frappuccino from Starbucks it tastes like a milkshake right yeah well this place that I go to it actually has like like legit coffee taste to it still okay so uh Anyways, I was sitting there drinking it on a couch, and Waylon comes over, and he's like, "Oh, what are you drinking? Because it looks good, you know." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Can I have a taste?" And I was like, "You're not going to like this, buddy." And he's like, "No, let me have a taste." I'm like, "All right." So you know how you can like close the straw at the top and then pick it up, and yep. So I did that, and I put the straw at the bottom of the straw in his mouth and let it go, and a little bit went into his mouth, and he's like, "Sit there." like twirls it around in his mouth a little bit and swallows and then he just gives me this like look of disappointment that's all i could say (laughs) (laughs) and and he's like he's like daddy why do you drink this (laughs) and i'm like i think it's good and he's like i don't think it's good daddy I was like, all right, well, more for me. Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember I remember trying coffee for the first time. That was like uh all right, let me let me preference this. My dad only drank black coffee and he would take two ice cubes or three and put them in the coffee. He liked it cold or room temperature. Yeah. But not not iced coffee, just cold coffee. Right. Like, I get it because I'm like him. I don't like hot liquid for whatever reason. I just don't drink it. It makes me tired. It makes me have to take a dump. Like, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. um, I just, I've just never been a fan. The colder, the better, in my opinion. Well, so <clears throat> the first time I had a coffee, it was like he had just put, like, we were at my grandmother's. He just poured himself one, <clears throat> just put his two or three ice cubes in it, cooled it down. The, the, they melt immediately. So then it's watered down coffee that's cold. And he goes, Yeah, here, try some, try it. And I taste it. It was the most bitter damn thing I've ever tried in my life. And yeah, I totally get it. 
Yeah, man. Coffee uh, is gross. Like, I know my dad would drink like three or four pots of coffee a day. Oh, uh, yeah. And, but he would always put sugar and milk and all that kind of shit in it, though, too. Yeah. Usually. And, uh, like now, if I like, I could drink. I could drink a cup of coffee with some milk and sugar. I do it at church. <laughs> like it's my favorite part of church is getting the coffee. <laughs> I was gonna say you all go to that fancy church with a barista and shit, where you walk yeah. in and it smells like coffee. Fume. Like that is such a great. Whoever came up with that was a fucking genius. Oh yeah. Uh, like uh, anyway, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I get my Nicaraguan roasted coffee <laughs> <laughs> at church and and like really honestly, like I have a coffee maker at the house. Yeah. And but we never use it's one of those ones where you put like the little cups or whatever in it. Oh, like a cup? Yeah, like the single serving things. Yeah. But uh we never we never use it. And so church is really the only place that I get it. But I I will drink it and I do enjoy it when I get it too. I think it's something about the taste of coffee and Jesus. It just <laughs> they go so cups. Yeah, yeah, they just go so well together. I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like even I, I don't even drink coffee anymore, and I'm like I want one when I walk in there because like man, it smells amazing in here because uh, it's all the different coffee blends and like you know the grande uh <laughs> philistine frappuccinos and all that yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so that's what i mean you're and you're right that's like the greatest thing that they could have done to get people you know more interested in yeah. the bible <laughs> they're interested they're alert now there's oh, no yeah. way you're not gonna be you're like oh. yes oh I'm i don't here. fall asleep that's one yeah. thing i do not do is yeah. fall asleep uh i think that's another reason why they like introduce all the music and the singing and you know the live band playing yeah and they keep you keep you awake energized gotta stand up that's why is that why the catholics always say you gotta stand up and you gotta kneel then you gotta stand up and you gotta sit down and you kneel again then you get up and you sit down and you shake people's hands and <laughs> now see what that used to be called yoga <laughs> yeah and then then people took it out of the church and put it on mats and then they're like oh we're going to make an exercise out of this yeah that's how how yoga started (laughs) (laughs) you learn something new every day on this podcast are you tired of not getting pregnant Do you ever wish that you had a bunch of illegitimate children like your favorite rock star or professional athlete? Does your husband not want kids, but you do? Well, try Holy Man brand condoms. See, our patented state-of-the-art technology does not allow for any wasted semen. Our famous mesh-tipped condoms help to funnel and allow every swimmer to become an Olympian. So when people don't respect your religion and make you grab for a condom, then you grab a Holy Man brand condom. When a little miracle needs to happen. All right, well, speaking (laughs) of Jesus and uh, the lamb between the rivers. Yep. Uh... 
Alex is going to tell us why we exited Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there's a couple. Okay. Uh, I went down some weird. I've, I've recently got on TikTok and I have been. I got on it. I've never looked back. I have been. It's it's like a disease, man. Like you get on it, you get sucked in it. The algorithm just keeps pumping more shit. You like everyone in my house, my mom, my dad, my wife. Now we're all on it, and we're constantly sending each other videos. Well, Alex, I have to say, your TikTok video of the the baseball player now and in the back in the day yeah if you listen to this podcast and you have not got on tiktok and look at <laughs> alex's uh what's your what's your handle on there looks like a gorley looks like a gorley and his baseball tiktok video every time i watch that it cracks me up dude <laughs> i'm glad uh, i'm working on more you should <laughs> you should see this next one i'm coming up with um but so yeah, I some I don't know if it was listening to me or what, and me and this guy I work with we're we're talk we're spitting some conspiracy theories, you know, as you do, as you do at work. I mean, where else are you going to talk about this stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, this these videos started popping up, and then next thing you know, I'm like listening to two or three different guys talk about like why we exited uh, Afghanistan. Uh, both ironically, we've talked about the subject matter on this podcast in the past, but now it's like a causality kind of thing, like cause and effect. Um, so I'm trying to think of which one to start off with the more complicated one or the easy one. Um, it's right. funny how we talk about things on this podcast, like, you know, two years ago and then <laughs> something else comes up. And so, cause we're always constant, like you and I are both constantly looking into and researching just the most random ass shit for this podcast, everything. Yeah. And then like how it'll like coincide with some bullshit that we talked about six months ago that we didn't think had anything to do with it. And then come to find out it has everything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm like, damn, somebody, somebody was in one of those rooms where it's just nothing but pictures and yarn and pin needles and yeah. it's just all over a wall and then there's our podcast in the middle of it with one big giant one going right in the middle. There it is. <laughs> pin. They talked about it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> typhoid mary uh <laughs> uh so i guess i'll talk about the uh the easier one we'll we'll dip our toe into it but i'm gonna probably come back to it so this video i was listening to take it as reputable as you want uh it's a dude on fucking tiktok yeah. uh, but by his account uh he got a message from a uh, a higher up in the military who works specifically on comms, right? Yeah. And he said that there was some uh, like specialty, like specialists uh, going out for like, per, uh, not, not parole, uh, patrol. And they were in Afghanistan, right? And they're going through the Gahar uh, valleys and caves and all that. And Basically, uh, they came back and they had a 60% uh, 
um, oh, what was it? Death rate on their squad. Like they got annihilated, right? Yeah. And they go, uh, what happened? And he said he's this guy was talking to one of the guys in the platoon. Um, and he said that uh that it was a of another Afghani like force or a Taliban force that they uh fought and they just lost that many men. And then the guy who ran the comms was like, I I don't because I guess whenever they came back, they had all their comm equipment. And well, he goes, well, I he the guy said that he snuck in a bunch of liquor um, to the, um, what is it, Ford base, the FOB, Ford operating base. Okay. Um, and thought, th- there's more to this story than this guy's leading on. So he gets drunk with this guy every day for like six days straight. And finally, uh, the the specialist, uh, I can't remember if he was a Marine or a Navy SEAL or what, um, he said, finally, he goes, all right, you can't tell anyone <laughs> this, right? Uh, which I thought was a funny thing this guy said. I'm like, literally, you're posting this on TikTok. But anyway, um, <laughs> what a way to keep a secret. Um, the guy goes, so what happened? He goes, so we were around these caves and we hear some commotion. So we figured it was a like a Taliban force inside of this cave. And he goes, so we all get around the entrance of the cave in different vantage points to then actually look inside of it. And then, you know, if a battle ensues, they'd be, you know, a uh, great position, all that. So they go, we looked inside of it. And at the time, there was a what they described as a giant inside of the cave beating the shit out of a uh, a Taliban force that happened to be in the cave at the same time. And this giant, who I can't remember what they said, like 16 feet tall or something like that, was just like taking these guys and slamming them, beating the hell out of them, just annihilating these guys. And then they go, we should just back out and leave. So the guys start to back up, and then the giant notices them. And they go, before we could even catch our breath, the guy had already swooped in and came on and just started attacking the the force that was there. So then they're going into a firefight with this guy, with this giant, right? Yeah. And then they basically lost 60% of that squad. They make their way back, and they're completely just shaken by it. And then they say, uh, six months later, is when they decide to get out of Af- Afghanistan. And they were like putting two, two together saying the like, because there's more in the hills and there's something coming. And in the same guy's TikTok, he did have a video, another video of like supposedly somebody in an archaeological dig with someone with chains on underneath the ground screaming. That was supposed to be like a giant or something like that too. But that was one of the stories of, uh, while they were trying to get out of there. So now I heard a similar story to this, but it was from like 2019. It might've been that. So the guy even did a second part to this goes. So there was something that happened in 2001, the first giant in the Galahar caves. And this is actually a second account of a different story. Or not a oh, second okay. account, but a different story that happened yeah. in the same area. 
Okay. All right. So, all right. So it might have been 2001 then. What yeah. or the thing I watched was was before before the plague. So, yeah, I was guessing 2019, but but it could have happened in 2001. But what the story that did you hear about the story that I was going to say? No, I don't know. No, he just kind of said just he just went I just to be like talking because to there the was audience. a whole documentary about it. Yeah, I think he was talking about this was completely different accounts from, from that one. From that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was that one? That one was it was a Navy SEALs group of like I don't know, like less than 10 people. Yeah. And they went and they were watching uh these local guys in this village were kept bringing food up to the mouth of this cave and like leaving it at the mouth of this cave and then going away from it. And they thought that they were essentially feeding a Taliban troop that was hiding out inside of that cave. Mm. And then so they kept watching them do this and they would and then they'd go back the next day and that food would all be gone and they'd take more food up there, like so they're like, okay, so they're definitely like something's eating that shit. Yeah. And or not something but they thought it was a whole this is a lot of food so they thought there was a whole platoon or something of taliban soldiers in there so of course taliban doesn't go by platoons they go by gaggle fucks so it was a whole gaggle fuck of uh talibanis in there (laughs) for real (laughs) (laughs) and uh so they go so they go to investigate the cave and uh when they get up to the mouth of the cave, out steps this like twelve foot red haired giant with his big ass spear and literally kills all of them. Damn. Like just it kill it kills all of them. Yeah. So then of course they, you know, reported all this and they their commanders and all that knew exactly what they were going to go do, and then all this happens and of course it's all on open comms and shit so they hear them all get killed so then they're like all right well we're going to send in an entire marines troop to go see like because they think now definitely there's taliban in there yeah because these guys just got wiped out and they think there's a lot of them in there so they send a lot of marines and they go and they go into this cave and they like flash bomb this cave and send in fucking grenades and shit. And then they go in and start lighting it up and they go in and they had killed with all their shit that they threw in there. They killed this giant Mm. and they pulled it out. And like the whole documentary is like the, the testimony of the helicopter pilot who they, cause the thing weighed a thousand pounds I mean that would make sense if it was twelve to sixteen feet tall. Yeah. So they had they drug it out. They somehow pulled it out of this cave and put it like strapped it to this helicopter. And of course, you have to balance the weights and stuff when you're on an aircraft. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he knew it was like almost exactly a thousand pounds. This thing, and they he flew it to like some place that was may maybe maybe not owned by the smithsonian and dropped it off <laughs> i like that you threw them in there 
<laughs> Smithsonian's like the Legion of Doom over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. So that's the original story. Yeah. So I, uh, from this guy's account, that was definitely different from the second account that I guess there are more living in there. But why would they? So why would we want to get out of Afghanistan because there's giants and caves? See, that's the part where I, I was also going like, why? Unless there's more and they're coming. Like maybe they hibernate. Yeah, but again, why would we want to leave? Why wouldn't we just? I mean, it's, send more troops <laughs> with better weapons. I mean, that's more, tr- you know. I mean, that's true. Or maybe they think that it's kind of like. It's almost like one of those things like if they'll like one will eradicate the other. Yeah. Uh, and so, so here's here's what we maybe what happened. Yeah. Here's so if we're going to go with this theory, maybe we leave and we think, OK, if the giants are coming, there is an entire ocean between us and the giants. Maybe they don't know how to swim. And we just get out and we'll let them just take out all the people that we don't like. Yeah. But of course they'll be taking out everybody, not just the people we don't like. Yeah. Well, there that I mean it's also one of those things like, hey, there's nothing on my hands. Uh, maybe there's no harm. Maybe that's the reason why we left all of our fucking equipment behind. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, Ugh, all right, well. We didn't really need it that much anyway. We made more. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> here, you you guys use this and try to defend yourselves against yeah. these fucking giants. Yeah, these things that can throw a spear through a, you know, like F twenty two or something, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. freaking. Um, you know, I also thought this too. I just thought this, like it just re- resonated in my head. But let's say. Let's say there are giants in the Afghani hills, right? And the, you know, like Afghanistan is definitely a Muslim rich area, right? Yeah. It's kind of in the heart for the most part. Um, You know, we always talked about the Jin. Yeah. In past, like I'm about to tie all this together. Um, But like, what if, you know how they said like in that one we talked about how to survive Jen, which look on the lookout here in the next coming months, we are going to be doing our how to survive series. Yeah, um, start next week. That's right, baby. Um, but we did last year about how to survive the Jin. Well, one of the things about the Jin was they were banished to a mountain range away from man and everyone else that was just to them. So what if the earliest uh, people that lived there that were also Muslim saw the giants thought they were jinn, And then they went to live in the hills of Afghanistan. Cause if you actually look, all right. So I actually looked at a map. So I got my geography on point here for oh, once yes. on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's going to tickle your fancy. So you got like India, Pakistan, and then Afghanistan. And then you got the middle East kind of following around towards the West. Um, but if they're starting from the west and moving east towards India, uh, 
in like the Muslim richness of let's say Iran, Iraq, the Samaria area, they all are like the Jinn are these giants and they leave to go to a mountain range and Afghanistan is nothing but mountain ranges. That could be the ancient lore of like the city of the Jinn, as they talked about. Yeah. And it wasn't what we thought they were. That makes sense. That makes sense. And then, so also the angels, the angel race was all giants. Remember? Holy crap. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they, and they could be, what if the gin was actually like the reminiscence of the angel race? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. And they just had a different name for them. Yeah. You know, what's that Shakespearean thing? A rose baiting out their name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> E2 Brute. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, like Hamlet or something? <laughs> no. No, that was what uh, Julius Caesar's last words. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seize, no, that's not. That's Carpe Diem. Seize the day. Uh, that's not what Julius Caesar would say as he's getting stabbed by all his friends. <laughs> Seize the days, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's what they were saying, though. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So all that ties together. All that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first one. That's the first one. Oh, yes. And then the second one we will hear right after this commercial break. Hi, I'm full of shit. 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 Hey, guys, I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. <laughs> Hey y'all, I'm full of shit. So, I'm full of shit. Hello, I'm full of shit. I've got so much shit inside my ass right now, it's really bothering me. I'm full of shit. If you're constipated, grab yourself a generous helping of Asplosion Probiotic Greek Yogurt. For that creamy release, you not only need, but also want. And we're back. Uh, we are back. And uh, so the second story, the second happening, the second what might be the reason why we have vacated the poppy fields of heroin gladness and gloriness, that is Afghanistan. Yeah. I forget a lot of heroin's there. There's a whole conspiracy around that. Dude, it's the number one producer in the world of heroin. Let me ask you this. What would you And rather- it wasn't until we got there. Well, yeah, CIA got to plant their foot somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of that, I was at, dude, I was thinking about this today. That's so funny. Uh, what would you, I wasn't thinking about this particularly. It was a weird fantasy about me taking over the world. Um, and then I was sitting there thinking like, 
what would you rather be in charge of? Would you all right, basically would you rather be a Pablo Escobar of Colombia where you oversee all the cocaine? Or would you like to be a militant leader over top of like in Afghanistan overseeing all the heroin production? Dude, uh probably the heroin production. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. Cause cause you're not gonna make any money. You're not gonna be rich off of that. Because you're not making money off of it, and you're super that expendable. That is true. Like and they could just take you out there. Yeah. yeah, they could take you out at any I mean, point in time. I mean, arguably the Colombian drug lord who runs the shit at this point—I don't know who it is—but the Pablo Escobar type character, they at least pretend to not pretend, but they do run the shit, and then you know they make all the money until they make too much or they do something that the CIA or whoever doesn't like the Special thing forces is and to make the thing. If you're going to be, if you're going to be a drug cartel boss, man, the, the here's yeah. the thing that you do is you make enough money and you don't get greedy or you don't make your name. Well known, you stay in the shadows don't let people yeah. know who you are. Don't go investing in your country's soccer team. You know, <laughs> don't run see, for I'm, president. You know, <laughs> see the funny thing. I'm the opposite. I'm sitting there going, "You want if you want total protection, you need the country to love you. You need them to worship you and follow you into the abyss where you're like, look, let's just make cocaine illegal, or let's make cocaine legal." I'll give everybody jobs. I'll, I'll bring free health care. Let's do that. And then like start like paying people. I mean, the amount of money those people do make anyway is if you redistribute it into the country in a good fashion instead of just hoard it all, you could have ultimate protection. Then then you uh, essentially you become a fucking dictator. Uh, but at least you have the protection of like a military. Dude, the um, people loved Pablo Escobar. What do you? T- they loved I mean, yeah. him, and he still ended up shot to death on a roof. You know that is true. Yeah, the it's problem other is countries didn't like him. The problem is the United States of America. Uh, Dude, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We live in the biggest bully on the planet. Like the the U.S. is the biggest bully on the. We are. If the world was was a Hasbro fucking TV show, we live in the country of Cobra. <laughs> yeah, it's we we are we are the terrorists, man. We yeah. are we just killed a, a ten fucking family members of, and we're and we're like, oops, <laughs> you know, we just fucking bombed them this shit and i and we and it's it's us and it's yeah. always been us it's been us for a long time ever since we started invading other countries for no fucking reason other than to profit our and we're not even making a profit it's not even it's not even affecting our like we're still in debt we're still owned by the united kingdom uh yeah so, <laughs> we're just so what we are is we're the we're the uh we're not we're even the cobra. Yeah, we're the enforcers. Yeah. So so the queen is co- is king cobra. <laughs> the queen is king cobra and we are the fucking guy who drives a little truck. 
with the big missiles on the top of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you on that one. Um, if I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the... So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, You'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Anyways, what's this? What's the next? All right, the second one. <laughs> so we talked about giants. Now let's talk about the other thing we love to talk about on here. So this is the one I, I, I knew I was going to need your help because I know you know it more intimate, intimately than I do. But apparently there is a planet that is called Planet X or Planet something um, that the Anaki, Nibiru, Nibiru. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. So the planet Nibiru, I think you're right on that one. That sounds familiar. Um, so yeah, the Anaki, which is an alien race, live on. 
And every 3,000 years, it makes a pass through our solar system. And it has a very unique, oblong kind of circulation around our sun, apparently. And um, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> You're talking about the uh, obtuse angle of orbit that yeah. Nibiru takes around our sun. Well, I also forgot I need to play this little sound clip. Uh, so this will help me get things started. So I actually got this from a guy on um, TikTok. He is at night G0D333. Night God 3333. Ready? All right. Let's play this real quick. I've heard uh, from people in the Pentagon that the buzzword in the, in the secret of secrets in the Pentagon is uh, the Sumerian gods are returning. And that's what they're referring to is that whole area. Uh, uh, that Peter's wow. Name. Can you repeat that again, just in case anybody missed it? The well, buzzword uh, in-, in the Pentagon and the, you know, the military circles that are in the know about the cover up here, um, the, they kind of in whisper tones talk about the return of the Sumerian gods. And they're talking about the uh, what we would call aliens or fallen angels returning uh, into the Middle East, uh, into old Sumer area. The Anunnaki. Well, could be. Under the other that, ancient names. Giants. That have anything to do with why we're in why we left Afghanistan? Things that, uh, All right. So that gives me chills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh, yeah. So, yeah, the buzzword, the Anunnaki. Um, We talked about them vaguely. uh, But, yeah, so they live on this planet. There's more than one type of Anunnaki that live on this planet. Um, And apparently, as this guy describes, which I think we even hit on as well, like 30,000 BC or something like that, that they came here at one point, and that's... They uh, had the elongated skulls, the greys, almost as slaves to harvest gold here because on their planet they had uh, some sort of nuclear fallout or they had some kind of war and they needed gold to fix their, at- fix their atmosphere. We've talked about that. Um, then the um, once the greys... I think there was something along the lines of there was like a power struggle in the Anaki culture. They didn't want to enslave the greys anymore. So they actually let them go. And then they decided to make the human race start harvesting the gold for them, which is what we've talked about before about where our uh, obsession with gold started. Yes. And then um, it's in our DNA. Yeah. And it's like, we just, we got to have it. We got to have that gold, 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 shiny shit. Um, well, I guess they, uh, there was a battle years ago, which is what they described as why the great flood happened, which one of them was actually because the planet that is going to come around our sun somehow got behind our moon and put more force and magnetism towards it and made our tidal waves happen more extreme. And that's where the great flood happened. 
Others say it's because there was a great battle between the different sects of Anunnaki. Um, and I think there was the grays we've talked about, and they said like the tall whites or something. Oh, yeah, the Swedish looking fellas. Yeah. Um, and, and the beautiful women. Yeah. And basically, they didn't like the way the Anunnaki, the ones we're talking about, treated the rest of the civilizations and humans in particular uh, because we were just harvesting gold for them, just being used. Uh, so there was a great battle. They then, which left tremendous things behind. Um, I think the Anunnaki were then banished to go. Hold on. I'm, I'm, let me make sure I'm getting this right. Um, as this guy was kind of proclaiming it. I think the Anunnaki was banished. There was one of the sects of religion that were decided to go underground, which is also make me go. They could be the giants. Mm, yeah. Uh, but there was a sect that went underground or inner earth. Um, and that, that the great pyramids were actually the things that they built to cover the portals to go to the inner earth, uh, where you could actually survive, I guess. And, uh, basically, well, they do say that the pyramid heard, I heard rumor, I heard a little birdie told me one time that the pyramids in Egypt are actually dime like more like diamonds yeah because they pyramid down into the ground as well yes which is fucking nuts to think about because yeah. none of that is explored no 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 not at all um and i've heard like people that are like engineers talk about that and they're like well if you put a diamond on sand or i'm sorry if you put a like a a triangle or a pyramid on sand, it will sink on one end. But if you make it into a diamond, it will actually stay level. Right. So you almost have to do it that way. Now that also saying, what if the center was a portal and you needed to in like encapsulate it to keep anybody from going into that damn thing, or more importantly, maybe coming back out. Right. <laughs> Fucking Stargate style. Yes. So that was, uh, I'm not great with names. So I can't remember who was trapped on the inner earth. The Naki at this point was banished. Um, then the. Uh, so the only one left out here is the Grays, and they're the ones that are ass raping us? Well, they think there's a little bit of each one here. Mm, okay. Like they've been among us the whole time. They've been manipulating behind the scenes, yeah. but they believe that the Anunnaki, when the planet comes back around, is going to basically try for another round as like, they're going to try to take over the world again. Mm. And, um, and they've been using our, uh, pol politics against us. They've been doing everything behind the scenes to adjust everything to like get ready for this. But what's supposed to happen is uh, if they come back, the grays, the tall whites, us, we're all supposed to get together, fight against them, have another great battle and 
we're supposed to win because good is supposed to triumph evil. But in doing so, we will achieve another level of consciousness. How egotistical is it of us to think that we're the good guys? I know. I thought that too. <laughs> like, what if we're the plague and they're the ones? But anyway, um, but that's what it's always that we're yeah. always the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like how I was just talking earlier about how the United States is Cobra. You yeah. know, but we think we think we're the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. We could be the herpes of the uh, universe. We don't know the, anything better. We don't know what we are as humans. Yeah. Uh, now, this guy proclaimed that um, we if once we beat the Anunnaki, we will then be accepted into the galaxy federation or wherever the hell it is with the grays and the tall whites and all that. Cause these guys are also with us going, uh, these guys are bad. They're shitheads. We got to do something about it. So the enemy of our enemy is our friend basically. And they are going to arrive where they arrived before, which I maybe because of the portals or whatever, but it's going to be an ancient Sumeria. And that's what, they think the Sumerian gods were was these alien race, the Anunnaki. They're maybe coming back, and that's why we've exodus out of that area because once they arrive, it could be devastating for when they first point of you know exposure. I don't know, man. See, like that's another that's another one of those like why though, like why like. If I was in charge of our yeah. military, I'd be like in that and I knew that was going to happen. I would be sending more people there like and I would be telling like the other countries like we all need to send troops here to fucking fight these things because this is where it's going to happen. Yeah. We also got to think they have very few people in the system also pulling strings. Uh, but it it could this is gonna sound real fucked up, and I'm sorry, but it could also be when they get here, we need to know what they're capable of before we dive in headstrong. They're capable of coming to our planet. Yeah, it's already more capable than anything we are capable of. I mean, you're not lying. Um, <laughs> that's a. I mean, and that's the whole thing about aliens in general is you think, okay, well. What are their what are their capabilities? What are they going to be able to do? Listen, they made it here. Yeah. We can't do that. <laughs> we can't leave. So yeah. so that already no that already tells you that they have some kind of far, far better technology than we do. Yeah. Right off the get. Now, I will say the fact that their planet does come close to ours during the orbit kind of thing could give them an advantage to the point where they could kind of hop off, stay here for a little bit and hop back on now. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention this part of it. They said that during one of the great wars, um, Mars was a military, like a militarized base or like a point that I guess the people that helped us overthrow the Udenaki sent missiles or whatever the fuck you want to call them to Mars and destroyed everything on Mars. And in doing so, 
sent meteorites towards us and got our um what was it got our moon closer or something i don't know what the guy was talking about on that one but yeah killed the dinosaurs killed the dinosaurs yeah there you go (laughs) yeah they even said this just side note i just as i was watching that they were talking about uh the reason that we have a uh asteroid belt around the milky way galaxy is because that used to be a planet and the planet that is going to planet x when it came through collided with that planet and it crashed it because it's such a large planet uh planet x is that when they collided it just disintegrated it see i heard a similar thing but it was the moon it was a moon like one of planet x's moons Ah, that would make sense. And that moon hit that planet, and the two of them combined are what makes up that that field. Now it makes you wonder what the what the field's made out of. Oh yeah, I mean, fuck, who knows, dude? Yeah, it's all iron, I think. No. Yeah. <laughs> like I was watching one of these videos that we had on YouTube for Whalen that was talking about the solar system. It was like. uh the first planet is Mercury and it's a ball of iron. Like, how do they know that? How do they know that? Yeah. Did they go to, did they go to Mercury and did they take a soil sample to tell that it's exact, that that's exactly what it is? Yeah. No, they don't (laughs) fucking know that. God, I, I hate scientists sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they just tell you shit and you're expected to believe it. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I don't, as far as all the rest of this goes, man, I'm, I, it would be fucking crazy if, if the Sumerian gods landed here and then cut into our TV broadcast and was like, Hey, we're back. I don't. I don't think. I think they would be confused, honestly, if when they landed here, and they would say, "Why are you not further advanced than you are now?" Think and, so? Yeah. And what happened with all your, with all your previous technology that you had that you're not fucking using now? Did you forget it? Ooh, like the stuff maybe they gifted. Yeah. Or they like, left behind. They're like, yeah, like how they and how like how the pyramids were built and all this other shit, like all that ancient knowledge that we had that we no longer have. Oh yeah. Like that was something that got hit on too, which I know we did too about the pyramid being collecting of uh, energy with the gold pyramid on top. And somehow it'll take energy from fellow stars because it lines up with certain constellations. So we would take the energy from those constellations and then the guy was talking about somewhere. I thought it was like South America. There was the like the way all the pyramids and buildings are set up. It's the exact same way as a motherboard. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's it's a, it's a most cities, most major metropolis cities. We've talked about this in yeah. the fucking world are set up like that. Yeah. With the water and electricity and from the ionosphere. Yeah. And we've lost that technology somehow since the early 1800s. Dude, we've (laughs) talked about this. Yeah. Listen. Okay. So 
recently I saw where they did ice core samples. Okay. Yeah. And they pulled out and apparently at some point in time in the 13th century, and they see this in trees too, that are that old. There was a, there was a, they think it was an asteroid and hit the earth and it put a bunch of crazy ass shit into the atmosphere which is what actually caused the bubonic plague. Ah. And they see it and they see it in these ice core samples and they see it on trees. They see like a spike like you would see when a cataclysm happens. Yeah. But nobody talks about it. All they talk about is the plague and they think it's like the virus cuz of rats or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it just mutated then it just happened. Yeah. Well, the well these scientists now that are studying these ice core samples and shit are thinking that it was actually something from space that was on this asteroid that crashed in I forget where they said it crashed like Siberia or somewhere and it put shit into the atmosphere that ended up wiping out a bunch of people. Huh. And then the same thing happened uh with the Spanish flu, which killed like a third of the fucking earth. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so like, I don't know why I brought that up, but for no other reason than to say this is shit is happening all the time that we can't explain as far as like what we're being told. Yeah. And dude, we said this the last time we recorded a podcast. Uh, the fucking history is wrote by the winners. <laughs> that is true. Right. And let's say that the Anunnaki actually got here back in the early 1800s. Mm. And they've been here this whole time. They've already been here. Yeah. Or another alien race that didn't know about the Anarchy or, or isn't is not in leagues with them. Something happened, dude. I don't care. I keep coming back to the early 1800s. Something fucking happened right around then and wiped. Oh, this is what I was thinking of. We, <laughs> we started, uh, electricity in the early 1800s. That's when electricity was invented. Yeah. Dude, that's was that was a gift from whoever started the current new world order that we live in. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know where I'm going with all this shit, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> but it all it all I feel I feel like it all like it all comes together though like it all like makes it all comes together and makes sense in a bigger picture that i just can't fucking wrap my head around oh yeah it will uh <laughs> it, it's one of those it's like it, it see i was actually sitting there thinking like maybe those cataclysmic things happen because they sent something towards earth that was just like let's Let's take a space rock, shoot it that way with something on it to thin out the herd. Yeah. 
man, there's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's never ending. It's always, there's always something. Uh, I just read, I just read today that polio was fake. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. FDR might have something to say about that. Uh, but the, all right, I'll tell you something weird. Okay. So talking about what I was just saying about the Anunnaki sending the ship. So if they've, what if they got banished and they've been waiting and taking their time, but apparently this, uh, Oh man, no, that wouldn't do. That wouldn't be right at all. I was about to say that in the 1300s, like with the black plague and all that. And then you fast forward to the, well, I was doing threes, but it was 300 is not 3000. So I was thinking like, oh, maybe the planet makes a 300. Yeah, I messed up my math on that one. I was sitting there. Here's what I originally was thinking. Because uh, I was saying that the Anunnaki planet makes a rotation of 3,000 years. For some reason, I was thinking, all right, well, 18 or no, 13, 16, 19, 21. I was like, that seems like odd coincidence, but it's 300 years, not 3,000. Anyway. What if it is 300 years? I mean, it could be. Maybe. We don't know the science of this planet. Yeah, because it would also make sense like 13, 16, they get here. Maybe they don't actually do anything until the 1800s or the 1900s. Well, I don't know. We have to do further research into the 1600s. Yeah. We don't know what happened. maybe, Maybe it's this too. Maybe they don't actually get here until the 12. So it's 12, 5, and 8, and the things don't pop off until the year later or 100 years later. Yeah. Because they got to take time to get everything organized. Yeah. Get acclimated. Get yeah. one of their, get infiltrate. They need to infiltrate. Yeah. Dude, I just thought of what I was trying to think of earlier uh, surveillance. <laughs> Oh, now, follow me down this rabbit hole, okay? We currently right. live in the most surveilled time ever, as far as we know. Yeah. Like, literally, sure. like the big brother could be watching us record this right now. Everything, everything you type online is watched, recorded. And then if you backspace it out and then retype something different, they know what you already typed. They know what you backspaced. Every, they know how many seconds of thought it took you to think of something else to write. Like all of that. Yeah. The NSA records literally every digital thing that you do. And <laughs> that's just a fact. Yeah. What if we had the, techn- the technology that we have now back in the late 1700s, we were as technically advanced now as we were in the 1700s, or we were then as we are now. Yeah. Okay. And the reason why the Declaration of Independence was hand wrote was because the fucking King George III 
had his surveillance technology and would have seen them typing that shit out. <laughs> yeah. If they were and that's why and that's why it's hand wrote. And then when we then when we were taken over by aliens in the early eighteen hundreds, they rewrote all of our history and they completely wiped out all the technology that they said that we had or that we thought we had back then and now we basically had to start back over. Not bad. Yeah. I was just trying to think of a reason why the the Declaration of Independence was handwrote. <laughs> I see this. <laughs> but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I it, mean, and it all coincides with what I'm thinking has happened. Where, like, because what else? something happened something happened wipes a lot of people out in the early 1800s yep we got to figure out what it is smallpox no it wasn't smallpox oh and polio what i was going to tell you about that was there was a pesticide that was created by this company in boston Mm -hmm. and uh they with basically what they did was they put together i think it was like aluminum or something i think it was aluminum and this other type of like poison to spray on like all the farms and all that shit to kill all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then immediately following them doing that was when polio started in the in a in the northeast. You mean like anthrax? No, it wasn't anthrax. It was, <laughs> I'm talking about polio back when yeah. polio first started. I know, but you're talking about pesticides and stuff like that's where yeah. anthrax originated from. Yeah. So, but that's what polio started from was a pesticide. Yeah. And then they quietly stopped making this pesticide. And ever since then, like anytime it's a, you see a polio outbreak, it's, it's actually like some kind of pesticide shit going on. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a metal. It's because it has to do with metal getting into your, getting into your body somehow. And yeah, fucking with your brain is what oh. polio is. I did not know that actually. I don't think I've actually ever researched polio before. Yeah, and the reason that they add that to the pesticide is it's harder to get it off of the plants. Mm. It sticks yeah. better. It makes it stickier. <laughs> kills all the bugs and whatnot better yeah and uh you know all that to say this uh i love being a dad of a, a daughter now <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm very excited about it uh i've already <laughs> told her that she's not allowed to wear mini skirts ever in her entire life <laughs> yeah uh there was something else that i told her to the other day and my wife just looked at me and shook her head like, you can't already say that. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was bikinis. I said she couldn't wear a bikini till she was 25. And she's like, I don't know how you're going to enforce that. I'm like, I, I don't know how I'm going to enforce it either, but it's it's a rule in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I just hope she becomes a nun. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't know if I want her to be a nun. I just want her to be happy and healthy and uh yeah. 
find somebody who, you know, will treat her right one day. And hopefully yeah. that's a woman. <laughs> hey, good for you for being progressive. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, girls can be, knowing a bunch of lesbians, uh, girls can be just as much a dicks as guys can be. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, maybe... Maybe there's giants in Afghanistan. Maybe not. Maybe the maybe there, maybe the Sumerian gods are coming. Maybe not. One thing I do know now, though, is yeah. that Afghanistan, maybe the giants are the Sumerian gods, and they, they just hey, that you know, could be it. That could that be thing. It. Yeah, yeah. One thing I do know is that uh, the Taliban now has, like, I think the third best military in all of the nation, thanks to us. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. And, and uh, also, yeah. also, uh, <laughs> um, they also now have like the 90% of all the heroin <laughs> that is produced in the world is now run by, and they have all that. That's, that's the main thing that really perplexes me as to why we would leave Afghanistan is we're controlling all of the heroin that's all, all. Opo- all the opioids yeah yeah that's the, all it's the pharmaceuticals that's the real money that's yeah that's, that's all that's the percent profit we're making off all that yeah because we're just uh, yeah stealing that shit from them people yeah pretty much right so why would you give that up see it, there's got to be a reason giants yeah. smearing god something's something's coming yeah, there yeah, yeah, something so so be on the lookout over there to the east. Yeah. Pretty much. Keep your eyes to the east, as they say. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Uh uh-uh. no, nah, cause I just said it. Keep your eyes to the east. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so next week we will be bringing you our first week of our annual How to Survive series. That's right. Do we know what we're uh, surviving yet? No, uh, we do not. No, we do not. No, we don't know. We're, we're working on it. It's they, These things take time. We got to do some research, you know. Yes. yes. We got to put it scenarios together. We got to run tests, you know, the whole, it's, it's very technical. It's, it's um, very scientific studies. Yeah. The hardest part is to find the blind peer review people. Yeah. Do you, can you, yeah, we, we got, I searched on the internet for a blind peer review, peer review person. They don't exist. Like, yeah. I can't find them. Can you can you find a blind peer review person? I can't find them. <laughs> where, I don't where, think so. Where are those people at? Yeah. And how do they I review anything? They exist. How do they review shit when they're blind? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Must all be. I don't know how to type in Braille. Do you? I have no idea. And I've always seen them use computers. I always wondered how. Yeah. But I don't know. 
Yeah. Anyways, we're going to be surviving something next week and uh, the following week and then another week after that and then one more week after that. Yeah. And then following that week will be our Halloween special that we do every year. That's right. And that will be broadcasted live from we don't know yet, but from a place that is probably going to be that place. Yep. Creepy. Exactly. We might even have a Ouija board with us. Oh, that's just asking for trouble. Uh, But yeah, we might. (laughs) I wonder if they make a Ouija board app for your cell phone. Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee it, man. Well, maybe that's just what we'll have. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds safer to me. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Something about being on a phone. No, 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 we're playing around, ghosts. (laughs) Just Just a fun game. Yep. So uh, watch out for that uh, next week, starting with that, how to survive. <laughs> so social media, you can find us where, Alex? Oh, you can find us everywhere on social medias like Facebook at Think Soberless. I'm sorry. At Soberless Thoughts. You can also find us on Instagram at Soberless Thoughts. You can find us on Twitter at Think Soberless. Uh, don't forget, you can always contact us directly. If you got any questions, comments, or just want to kind of say hi, send us an email at soberlessthoughts at gmail.com. But don't forget, most importantly, if you like the podcast, we'd love to hear about it. Make sure you like, comment, and share uh, on all things that are podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, yada, yada, Android stuff, iPhone stuff, all that fun stuff. That's right. And if you uh, like what you hear now, you will like what you hear in the past and you will like what you hear in the future. So let somebody know uh, about the podcast. Tell them, hey, go and listen to Serverless Thoughts. It's like sitting at the bar, hanging out, drinking some beers with a couple of buddies and uh, talking about shit that you probably wouldn't talk about otherwise. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) All right. So what we say when we got here, buddy? Uh, we like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one willing to bleed or take a bullet for being free? Screaming what the fuck at my TV for telling me, yeah, are you telling me that I'm the only one willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue? Burn Another statue coming down in a town near Watching the threads of old glory come under 
Am I the only one not brainwashed? Making my way through the land of the lost Who still gives a shit and worries about his kids As they try to undo all the things he did Am I the only one who can't take no more screaming? If you don't like it, there's a fucking door This ain't the freedom we've been fighting for It was something more the only one Okay. Hey.